Good afternoon, good evening. You are tuned in to the voice of Dominion Broadcast Radio Show. If you're listening on our podcast, this is the voice of Dominion. We thank you for listening to us right now. You can listen to us anytime at anchor.fm forward slash the voice of Dominion or anytime at uh, any podcast network you can get a podcast. You can subscribe to the voice of Dominion broadcast. If you would like to contact us, you can do so at Ward International P.O. Box 1365, Inglewood, California, 90308. You can call or text 424-261-3208. You can go to our website at G-A-M-N dot life to give donations, send commentary. And if you'd like to go to our YouTube channel, we have our Saturday service there from 8.30 to 11, filmed and uploaded on YouTube at the Voice of Dominion broadcast. And if you happen to be in L.A., you can come and catch that Saturday service at the Durag Christian Church, Saturday morning, 8.30 to 11, 9815 South Vermont Boulevard in Los Angeles, 90044. This is Minister Alexander Jones and Apostle Chris Ward. We are bringing you the supernatural power of God. Praise the Lord. This is Apostle Chris Ward. And I believe I saw the glory cloud of God, the Shekinah glory of God. We're doing our second show in a row. <laughs> Don't miss these shows, man. It's straight fire. Uh, I'm in Jeremiah 17. I'm going to start this off. We're going to read some scripture first, okay? And we ministered last week out of 2 Chronicles 14. We read down to verse 12 or 13. So I'm, I'm going to read this here. The, the anointing has dissipated a little bit, and but that's good. And we know I know God is with me because I feel him in his presence. Sometimes you feel the presence a little uh, greater than others. But I'm going to read this from verse uh, Jeremiah 17. One says, the sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron and with the point of the diamond. It is graven upon the table of their heart and upon the horns of the altars. Now, last show, we talked about the manifestation of the supernatural power of God based on you doing what's good and right before the Lord. And it says here, it says, whilst the children remember the altars and their groves and the green trees upon the high hills, they, the, Israelite people who were rebellious, who had adopted idol gods, which were nothing but man-made out of stone or metal. They had, they were made, made by men. They set a statue up, much like I'm sitting in the studio. I'm looking at a, a tripod that was made by man's hands and it's sitting up. Now, think how stupid I'd have to be to take this tripod home, set it in my backyard, and worship it. Say la. And worship a tripod. Say, well, it was in the place where we was doing the show, so that makes it holy. And rather than worship the living God who I can't see and who I don't care to listen to, let me take this tripod home and set it on my back porch, and we're going to play some, some jungle music, and we're going to dance around it, and we're going to worship it, and I'm going to find my baby son, and I'm going to bring him out and build an altar there. I'm going to put him on the altar, and I'm going to cut his throat, bleed the blood down, and then drink it. And that's exactly what's going on in, around the world. The United States is leading the way. Bloodthirsty. This is a bloodthirsty society in every country. You got to keep your head on a swivel. You got to be looking. You shouldn't be in fear. But don't be stupid because this is a bloodthirsty society. Idol worship, Hollywood, economics. You have so many people that's been sold out economically. 
All these seniors that had these 401ks, the 401k was designed for, for, for Wall Street to make money. Out of a 401k, if you kept it 40, 40 years, I saw this demonstration. The guy did the numbers on it. After their fees, you only had 13% of the money that you put up. 87% of it went to broker fees. Now, you don't think they knew that. You don't think when they went from pensions to 401s, they didn't know what they were doing. You don't think that the president, the Congress, the secretary of the treasury didn't know what was going on when that happened, do you? You don't think that. You, you cannot be that stupid. And people working 40 years pushing money into this thing. And every time it go up, they're getting 5%, up to 5%. And every time it go down, you're losing money. So now it goes back up, they're getting another 5%. And it goes down, and you're losing money. It's going up, it goes up some more, they're getting 5%. It goes down, you lose money. Notice they don't lose no money when it goes down, you do. Stupid. Trusting in the world system. And it all has to do with idol worship. We worship other people and other systems that's not God's system. And 90% of the people that lost the, the entirety of their 401, they were not tithers at their church. Or God would have introduced them to a, a professional money manager to move that money. Hello? Jeremiah 17, 2 says, while their children remove their altars and their groves by the green trees upon the high hills. Now, we talked about that. You need to go to anger.com and listen to the show prior to this one because there was a lot of information given there. It says in verse 3, 17, Jeremiah 17, 3, oh, my mountain in the field, I will give thy substance and all thy treasures to the spoil and thy high places for sin throughout all thy borders. So the land is not going to be in, the land is not going to, it's not going to be rest. Last week we talked about the land having rest. When people, righteous people possess land, it has rest. It has peace. And the people have rest and peace. That's doing it. Verse four says, and thou even myself shall discontinue from thy inheritance that I gave thee. And I will cause thee to serve thine enemies in the land which thou knowest not. Why don't you know it? Because you don't own it no more. You don't own it. Right now, where we living at right now, 95% of the people who live over here don't own the property they in. And you got another, other, other five, well, I want the 95 is kind of high. I'll say 85. Because I haven't done, it's hard to do the numbers on it. I'd have to, Survey every piece of property, but I'm out in these streets looking at properties every day. And then of that 15% that do have it, that's African American and Hispanic, you have about, I can't even do the figures on it, but you have a large percentage right now, there's more foreclosures than there ever has been. What did God say he going to do if you don't worship him? It's right there. And thou even thyself shall discontinue. You're going to be discontinued. And last week's show, I gave a testimony about a pastor, a friend of mine, and my heart goes out to him. But I'm trying to get them out of the house and get them some money, and they sit up here talking about what God going to do. 
If you but if you had all that kind of faith, you'd still be in the house. You would be making a nineteen hundred dollar payment and not be able to live in it. House riddled with with mildew, with with mold. You could the mold got so bad you couldn't even stay in the house. You were developing uh, 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 respiratory problems, sucking up all that mold. You had to move your family out of it. <laughs> it says here. And thou, even thyself, shall discontinue from thine heritage that I gave thee. So my, we're talking about the supernatural power of God. And so the supernatural power of God is for those who are doing what's good and right in the eyes of the Lord. On a continuum basis, those who have covered up all the breaches, okay, they are prayers. They pray and they submit. We went to Second Chronicles 14, 11, so dig that scripture up. Because I'm going to jump back in there if I have time today, okay? Where Asa depended completely on the Lord. And I'm going to read that as soon as I get done with the five and six here. He says, In my mountain in the field, I will give thy substance and all thy treasures to the spoil and the high places for sin throughout all the borders. You want to be an idol worshiper? You want to put everything else before me in your life? You don't want to read your Bible? You don't want to pray? You don't want to give your 10%. You don't want to be covered by a real man of God who's not just trying to entertain you. He's trying to move your life to the next level in the Lord. You don't want to do that. You don't want to know what your purpose is and find it out and begin to operate your own personal ministry. You don't want to do that. Guess what? Your treasure is going to be given to some. He's going to give it to the idol worshipers. And that's the very reason that the richest 3% of the men in the world control all the wealth right now. They holding it because God is awaiting for the sons and daughters of God to manifest themselves. So he, we're in the middle of a wealth transfer, in case you didn't know. And I'm, guess what? I'm speaking it into existence, and it's happening in my life. He says, And thou, even thyself, shall discontinue from thine heritage that I give thee, and I will cause thee to serve thine enemies in the land which thou knowest not. For ye have kindled a fire in my anger, which shall burn forever. There was a see somebody said, "Well, we have Jesus. Jesus forgives everything." Yes, he yes he does. But the Bible tells us, "Listen, be not deceived. God is not mocked. That which you sow, you have a recompense for it. You going you gonna have a harvest. So if you sow an idol worship, you putting everything before God. Maybe you won't get into because that scripture right there says they ended up in slavery. Some people actually took them away from their heritage, which was Judah. They became slaves. African-Americans started as slaves. Still looking for that 40 acres and a mule. Thus said the Lord, Lord, curse be the man that trusts the man and make his flesh his arm whose Heart, whose soul departed from the Lord. So you see right here, he said you're going to be cursed if you trust in this world systems, if you trust in men's systems, and that's what? The political system, the economic system, the social media system, the healthcare system. <laughs> see, he already gave you divine health. And you, you, can, you access all this by faith, which is there's a scripture. And I'm gonna let me read this one for you here. Okay. Thus said the Lord, cursed be the man that trusteth in man and maketh flesh his arm. In other words, 
you're going to try to do it in the flesh, and whose heart departed from the Lord, while your heart is departing. In other words, you're not using faith. For he should be like a heath in the desert and shall not see when good cometh. You're not going to see the revelation. God's going to be trying to talk to you and show you a way out, and you're not going to see it because your heart is not to do what's right. The first manifestation or requirement for revelation is total obedience. If he sees that you will be obedient, he will give you direction. And your imagination will be on him. And then, because he don't give direction to people who ain't going to do nothing with it. God may talk to you on a certain thing, and then he keep on talking to you, and you don't do it. Guess what? He's, the Holy Spirit stopped talking to you about that. And that's a portion of the covenant of the heritage that you will not be able to manifest in your life till you repent and go back to it. You will not be able to manifest it. It could be healing. It could be prosperity. It could be wisdom. The wisdom is cut off on that area. It's cut off because he's been talking to you about it for four years and you still ain't done it. It's cut off. Well, he should be like a heath. In a desert, a hot, dusty, snake-bitten place, and shall not see when good cometh. Somebody could tell you, it's raining over there, man. Let's go get some water. And you're going to be like, I don't believe it. How would people tell you, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Why? Because you're disobedient. You're trying to do everything yourself. You don't believe it because you ain't got no faith, and you never trusted God. For he should be like a heath in the desert, and shall not see good See when good cometh, but shall inherit the parched places in the wilderness, in a salt land, and not inhabited. Mm. Destitute, dry, uninhabited, unwanted land is where you're going to be. And if you go back to the other scripture, it says, you're gonna allow, God is going to allow the devil to drag you off, but he's going to put hooks in your nose and drag you back into slavery. And that's where people are at right now in this system. This system makes slaves out of people, man. I'm not having a job. Listen, just over broke. Just always broke. Because they're going to give you just enough for you to have enough food and water and enough, not, not for the house that you want. If you, if you got a good job, you're going to make just enough. Okay? Because people don't save money in America no more. The savings is at an all-time low. Debt is at an all-time high. So even if you had a good job and you make enough to maintain your house and your cars and your life, you look up and you're 70 years old and you ain't got no money. Because if you put it into the systems that they told you to put it in, okay, you're going to be broke. You're going to put 100% in and get 13% out. Then you're going to be looking at another 20 years of your life with no money in the bank. Standing in Walmart. May I help you? Have a good day. Making minimum wage. But, but you shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land and not have. Now watch this. Verse 7. Here's where I want to get to. And then we going to uh, we're going to 2 Chronicles 14, 11. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. I got a business, my health. My money, okay, my wife, my marriage, all the people that surround, 
I got them all. I got all of it covered in fade. Alex, did you know you covered in fade? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I tell you that once or twice a week, don't I? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got you. In faith. Because my faith is really covering every human being on the face of the earth. Can I say that? I'm going to say it because I'm the prophet called to the end time. And when them prophets in the Old Testament and when the apostles in the New Testament showed up, they said, is it well with us? They know you here and that you carrying a sludge hammer called judgment. That's a sermon for another time. My faith covers all of humanity in the earth. This is not a drill to me. I'm not just sitting in this studio because I want to be on the radio and want to make a name for myself. I'm sitting in this studio because I want to make a name for Jesus Christ. And Jesus needs men and women who will sacrifice everything up to and including their lives. The Bible says that the apostles' lives were hazarded for the gospel. They went to places that they knew they might die if they went. He got something. These preachers won't even get out of their own church and go down the street. Because the honorarium ain't big enough. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. Let's look at this word trusted. I, I know to do a word study here. It says to to hide for refuge. Figuratively, to trust, to be confident or sure, be bold, secure, careless, put confidence in, have hope, and make to trust. That means, and that's exactly what Asa did in 2 Chronicles 14, verse 11. It says, for they should be a, a tree planted by the waters and that spreadeth out his roots by the river and shall not see when he cometh. So when the drought come, there's a scripture, and I think it's in Psalms 38. It says, I shall be satisfied during a time of famine, and the famine will not touch me. And we live in this wildest day, you know, they, the economy is supposed to be good all over the world, and the dollar is still good, it's still the number one currency, but all these other countries, it's in, it's in turmoil because they done lost control of it. The bond rates, which is where they get these multi-international companies to put their money for the future, and they use to trade once, trade money back and forth, is only 2% across the board. Now, if you got a trillion dollars, you're going to put it somewhere where you only can get 2%? And so these people don't know what to do with the money, and they're busy making decisions. These are the people that only control everything around you. They're busy making decisions. Without God, they're in a parched, dry place now. They don't know what to do with your money that you put in the bank and all that money you paying them for a car payment and that 30-year mortgage that you've been paying on for 27 years. And they're making decisions out of stupidity. And they're going to hit a bump in the road and they ain't going to be able to get through it at some point. Because they're in a parched place. Because they don't trust in the Lord. You know what they trust in? Money. Let me say it like this. They trust in your money. Because you've been feeding them, working a job your whole life. Mm. And they fat as hell. And they control the mortgage rates and they fed with the interest rates and then all that money. That's what they want to, you know, they, you know, the number one way they, they, they 
recognizing the economy is new job creation. New jobs for you to run to and work every day and feed them and buy cars and homes and spend money and borrow money to do it, which means you're spending three to four times that. Verse 8 says, for you should be as a tree planted by the waters that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaves shall be green and she shall not be careful and shall not be careful in the year of drought. So when that famine comes, you ain't going to have to worry about being careful. I'm spreading out right now. I'm, I'm, we getting ready to go to Dallas. We're going to do the L.A. and Dallas. And I've been introduced to some other business. man said, listen, man, come with me on this. Show me how to do this. And I'm going to show you where you can make 100000 on on 10. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. So your money ain't going to never dry up. New opportunities to be wealthy will never stop coming your direction. Hallelujah. Say it with me. That's me. That's me. To all you spirit-filled, obedient, praying, tithing, abundant offering-giving, ministry workers who love the Lord, who getting the work done, who helping their pastors. If you're a pastor or an evangelist, a prophet, pastor, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists that's doing the work, we doing the work. My sister, how many souls got saved yesterday? You went to what? You went to a barbecue? Fourth of July party. Where that, man? You ain't bring me no dinner back. <laughs> I probably got my mom grabbed a bunch of plates. Uh, you, you got one for me today? I might have to check and see. <laughs> <laughs> see, my seed is beautiful. <laughs> 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 I got barbecue dinner coming. <laughs> and but but but, but was, well, I want to get to you. Tell me what happened. Uh, I'm sorry, I got, I got into myself. That I led six uh, new kids to the Lord. Six kids at the barbecue. He led six members of his family to the Lord. See, that's that's what it's really talking about when it's talking about yielding fruit. Okay. Neither shall shall cease from yielding fruit, but her leaves shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought. In other words, you ain't going to have no worries. And and but you gotta you gotta put the whole thing together. You gotta put the talking about the supernatural power of God. Now let's go back to oh man, I'm, what am I doing, Chris? Come on here now. Come on here now. Second Second Chronicles fourteen eleven is where we're gonna pick it up. Cause I'm almost done here. This is almost a what twenty three minutes. I can't believe it. So we start talking about Asa in 2 Chronicles 14, how at the beginning, how Asa, and I'm going to paraphrase this, this first 10 scriptures, he, became, he reigned, which means God gave him dominion over people's lives. And he used the influence he had, just like I'm trying to do right here on this radio, to cause people to do what's good and right, to, to, to respect have hope, operate in faith, to give, to read, to study, to meditate, to go to church, okay, to spend time with the Lord, finding out what your personal ministry is. Don't just find out, then spend time trying to expand that ministry to get some more souls. See, that's the cycle. To ignore the political system, the economic system, 
uh, uh, the social the social system. And what's the other one? There's four of them. Religious. The re- oh, my God. We don't want to leave the religious system out because it's the primary crook in this whole thing. Uh-huh. They done left God out. Well, we don't do it like that, son. Or they'll say, that's not how we do it here. And you can't find it in the Bible. So people that did go to church, they the gospel that's being preached to them is handicapped. It's in a wheelchair. Because the power of God, based on the word that they heard and how it was preached and the understanding they were given, they don't, they can't get it. Because the preachers ain't preaching it. Religious system. How did I leave that one out? Oh, Lord. But in the first 10, Asa had, it showed his state when he came in. He reigned in, in verse 1. In verse 2, he made a move to change things. It says, and Asa did that which was good and right in the eyes of the Lord. Now, there's no way for you to embody any part of the supernatural inheritance that you have unless your heart is to do what's good and right in the Lord. Totally. Totally. God's, you know, well, I shouldn't say that because um, enough that the Holy Spirit can validate you. Let me let me put it that way. Because, you know, I studied the, some of the great... Um, Evangelists that had miracle signs and wonders, and and there was one that I studied. I won't call his name because his 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 great grandson became a benefactor to our ministry at one point. But he did great tent crusades back in the forties, thirties, forties, and fifties, and died of alcoholism. He would leave the tent. And I don't know, somewhere started drinking to the place where it took total control. He died liver failure. So I don't know when all that, I don't have a time frame when that started, but that's a terrible way to go. You're walking in the glory. He saw dead people getting raised, people in wheelchairs, blind eyes open, and he did it for 20 20 years where he operated in that glory, which is what I want to do. I have it in me. It's operated in in spurts. Okay, but I want to walk in it totally. Okay, and I'm not looking for nothing to take me down. No signals of disease, and, and ain't certainly no 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 witchcraft that had to do with with that. People that have we we live in a we live in a system of people who are so given to excess and so far out of the reach of God. You know, to do something that's that was considered normal. Because let me say it this way: you can go to Italy. And sit with the some of the great pastors there, and they drink alcoholic wine with every meal, and they still got the glory, and they're not alcoholic because they grew up with it, and they recognize it is something great from the earth that you can do as long as you don't you don't become a wino, and they don't have no alcohol alcoholism problem like they have here in the United States, so. If you know, I don't want to offend nobody, and I don't want, I certainly don't want to rubber stamp something that's gonna cause you to be in trouble. Uh, let's go back to the scripture. Thank you, Lord. Let me stay on task here. And so he built fence cities, okay. He took away the image, he took away all the idle spots and broke down the idols. He commanded, the Bible said he commanded the people to follow God. And then in verse 11, up popped the devil. Verse 10. Verse 9, and there came out against 
Dem zebra, the Ethiopian, was a host of a thousand, thousand, three hundred chariots and came to measure. Somebody said, well, he, was, he wasn't doing something right. Verse 11 says, and he cried unto the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing with thee to help, whether with many or with them that have no power. Help me, O Lord, my God, for we rest on thee and in thy name we go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art my God. Let not man prevail against thee. And, the, and I want to leave you with this thought and we're going right into the I'm going to let Alex, you do the altar call. This man understood the covenant. He did more than enough to stay in the place where God would rescue him. Because the Bible says, as soon as the word is sown, as soon as God, the devil sees faith and operation and prosperity, he cometh as a lion roaring. And that's what happened to him. But he cried to the Lord. And if you read the rest of that, we're going to read it on, we're gonna read it on the next show. Okay. They came up wealthy. Let me read the last one. And they smote all the cities round about Gerar, and the fear of the Lord came upon them, and they spoiled all the cities, for there was exceedingly much spoil in them. They smote all the tents of cattle and carried away sheep and camels in abundance and returned to Jerusalem. Uh, every every city that where he where he commanded, and even them heathen that came out to take him, they ended up with some money. Go ahead, man, real quick. You got 10 seconds. Let's pray this prayer to me. Say, Father, I believe that you died for me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Live inside of me, now and forever. Amen. Call me at uh, uh, 424-261-3208. At this time, we would like to say thank you to all of our listeners out there and our ministry supporters. We thank you for your support. And if you have not become a supporter yet, you may do so by checking out the listener support option in the Anchor app. You can also go to our website at www.gamn.life and go to the donations page and make a donation there. We do appreciate all of your support as your donations help to continue the broadcast of this show. And... To help us to put on new conferences for the Global Apostolic Ministerial Network in your city and your hometown. We thank you for your support and have a wonderful evening.